Hey everyone, I'm Phil Albertelli and this is The Week in Doubt, episode 228. So you're probably thinking, really Phil, Beauty and the Beast, what the hell does that have to do with atheism or religion? And alright, I'll admit it right up front, maybe I'm after a little bit of that clickbait action. After all, this damn movie's been all over the news recently. But I think uh, there actually is a religious component, too. The reason the movie's been in the news is because a controversy has arisen over the fact that one of the characters is openly gay. Supposedly, if I'm uh, not mistaken, the first openly gay character in a Disney film. In response, Russia contemplated banning the movie, and at least one U.S. theater, uh, located specifically in Henegar, Alabama, has announced they won't be showing the film. And I think where religion comes in is that when people object to homosexuality, it's usually on religious grounds. They view it as being immoral because the quote-unquote good book says so, um, is it possible to be irreligious and still be anti-gay? I guess technically, sure. Uh, but usually it seems to be the religious folks yapping away about how unnatural and immoral it is. I've often said I like to put morality in two categories. There's the things that are wrong because they hurt, violate, or exploit others. And then there's the kind of arbitrary morality people get from religion. Don't pick up sticks on the Sabbath. Don't wear clothing woven from mixed fabrics, or fibers rather, and if you're a man, don't lie with another man. See Leviticus. Or is it lay? Anyway. To me personally, if two people of the same sex want to be together, whether it be a sexual fling or a long-lasting romantic relationship, who cares? Uh, who are they hurting? I think some people are afraid it will set a bad example, and before you know it, everyone's gonna be gay. Uh, don't worry, there'll always be plenty of horny straight people around to keep the species going. Uh, well, at least until we get wiped out by a giant asteroid or something. And uh, as far as the argument that homosexuality is quote-unquote unnatural, as I've said on the show before, if it occurs in nature, technically, how can it be said to be, once again, quote-unquote unnatural? Homosexuality is quite common in the animal kingdom. We have uh, big gay elephants and everything. And some might argue that, well, just because it's natural, that doesn't mean it's good. Rape and killing take place in nature, too. Yeah, but those things harm or violate other individuals. Mutual sexual enjoyment between two consenting adults of the same sex, that doesn't. But anyway, back to Beauty and the Beast. I have to admit I found this story interesting because of the surrounding controversy, but the movie in and of itself, I couldn't care less about, really. Uh, I've never really been a big Disney fan. I think my favorite Disney character is that big demon from Fantasia, and I also like all the misshapen creatures slithering and crawling about, too. Uh, it, it takes uh, Walpurgis Night, or is it Walpurgis Night, to get me even mildly interested in Disney. I did, however, see the original Beauty and the Beast. Well, original, relatively speaking. It's based on a French story from the 18th century, I believe. But uh, the original Disney animated version, and here's where my inner censor wisely cautions me not to tell the following story, but you know me, so here we go. One of my first serious girlfriends was into the movie. For some reason, her parents, especially her mother, didn't really take to me. After some drama had ensued, they started to warm up to me and even invited me over to the house. My girlfriend and I watched Beauty and the Beast in their den, 
while having sex under a blanket. That story was completely unnecessary. Oh well, too late. But now that I think about it, sex is probably the only way you could have gotten me to watch it. Uh, well, bribing me with cash or pizza probably would have worked too. But anyway, characteristically, I digress. So where the quote-unquote gay aspect of the story comes into play is, uh, in a subplot involving the antagonist, Gaston, uh, Gaston has a sidekick named LeFou, which, pardon me, but sounds incredibly gay for some reason. Uh, joking aside, I think it translates to the madman in French or something like that. So LeFou... And man, does that name give me the douche chills. Uh, but anyway, LeFou is the character who's supposedly openly gay. And I think maybe he has the hots for Gaston or something. And so uh, that's what's got people all riled up. And I should mention it's actor Josh Gad who plays LeFou in this live action version. I believe he was also in the Book of Mormon, which I still haven't seen. Dig South Park and inappropriate humor in general, love when people satirize religion, but for some reason still have never seen the Book of Mormon. Anyway, Josh Gad is probably a great guy. Uh, well, how do I know that? He might be a raging dick. But, <laughs> but I look at him That wasn't nice. Uh, I look at him dressed in period costume and character as LeFou, and my desire to see this movie goes from 0% to about negative 24%. Maybe his character is more fleshed out than I imagine, but I'm just picturing the tired trope of the stereotypical gay male as comic relief. But in fairness, I'm obviously saying that without having seen the film. I think it was The Amazing Atheist who mentioned that people seem to be all worked up over the inclusion of a gay character, but no one seems to be opposing the bestiality angle. And I can remember thinking that uh, about the animated version. You have this human woman, and I know the beast within the narrative is actually a prince, but nevertheless, you have this human woman who's falling in love with this thing, this big beast that looks part lion, part water buffalo. What is it? The moral of the story, looking beyond outer appearances and all that, is very positive and very moving. But yeah, still, I can remember being a little weirded out by that. Hot young woman with a water buffalo looking thing. Uh, whatever he is, I think he's rocking a pink eraser. <clears throat> Did I say that? Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> uh, so as an atheist, uh, in short, as an atheist, a secular humanist, a rational human being, I don't think there's anything wrong or immoral with homosexuality. And I think this whole story is much ado about nothing, uh, unless the movie contains some graphic gay sex scene I'm unaware of. I was almost contemplating covering the story of a South African pastor who supposedly crushed a woman to death during what was supposed to be a kind of demonstration of faith, but Patheos is cautioning to take the story with a grain of salt. I believe it was originally reported by the Ghana Star. Uh, there's pictures, so it's not like the story was made up out of whole cloth. Either it was just a stunt and no one was harmed, or it's as the Ghana star reported and a woman lost her life. According to the story, the pastor asked the woman to come forward out of the audience and lay down on the ground. He then had a large box-shaped speaker placed on her. In the pictures, the damn thing almost looks like a Marshall half stack or something. The pastor then sat on the speaker, adding more weight to the load the woman was already enduring. Uh, according to the report, the woman passed out and never woke again. The pastor blamed the failure of the attempted miracle on the woman's supposed lack of faith. So once again, Patheos is saying to take the story with a grain of salt. 
If it is true, then what a grotesque story it is, and the pastor's actions are backwards, irresponsible, and sickening. As others have pointed out, if he has so much faith, why didn't he himself volunteer to bear the weight of that speaker? With that being said, I think I'm going to call this episode a wrap. Man, this was a short one. Um, so you guys know the drill. Uh, follow the show on Twitter. Uh, please like the Weekend Out Facebook page. And speaking of that, I would like to thank, I, I think it's pronounced Radu. Radu, Radu. Sounds Eastern European, maybe Romanian or something. Makes me think of vampires. But anyway, I'd like to thank Radu Radu for liking the Weekend Out Facebook page. And also, I'd like to thank Patrick O'Brien. I may have thanked you already, but it can't hurt to be a little redundant and thank someone twice. Let's see what else. You can subscribe to the show via iTunes. Uh, please check out the YouTube channel. Maybe you're doing that now. If you want to help the show out monetarily, you can use the PayPal widget at the bottom of the Podbean page, or you can go to patreon.com slash theweekendout and support the show for as little as 99 cents a month. All right, brothers and sisters, until next time.